Gentlemen, welcome to the Dark Insight Podcast. It's been a while. Uh, today is episode it's 84. It's been a while. It is, yeah. <laughs> That's a voice I haven't heard in a while as well. <laughs> it is Friday the 22nd of December and as you can hear, I am joined this week by Mr. Brian Wade. Hello, sir. Hello, Clifford. How have you been? I've been very good, sir. Very, very good. Busy, busy, ridiculously busy. Yeah, it's been manic. It's been been a nightmare (laughs) trying to get this podcast together so we can actually record. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) And also this week I'm joined by Mr. Charles Turner. How are we doing, sir? Good. Merry Christmas. Mm, Merry Christmas indeed. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. It's, this is the Christmas podcast. Actually, I think we actually released the episode on Christmas Day. It would be, yeah. I mean, it would be either twenty fourth or twenty fifth. Mm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure, like last year, or the year before, we did a Christmas Day release. Oh, did okay. Yeah, I think we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's again. pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy that it's only three days and it's Christmas. Uh, Christmas two yes. days for me. <laughs> two days. For you, yes. Don't rub it in our faces, Vader. Yeah, I get Christmas <laughs> before you. <laughs> Open <laughs> all the toys. All uh, the toys. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was out. I was up. I was up late last night baking Christmas goodies to ooh. to give to our neighbors and friends. Ooh. Yeah, I um, so. I I have some inside information on one of the things I'm getting for Christmas, and I'm very excited for it. Mm. Nice inside info. <laughs> <laughs> Are you buying uh, it for yourself? Is that what you mean? <laughs> uh, no, my my mom my mom got it for me but she uh she let it slip uh, you gonna tell us or you gonna just <laughs> uh, keep this I, I, yeah i suppose i can i'm getting i'm getting she's giving getting me a stand mixer oh cool yeah i'm very excited nice mm. what are you gonna mix with it first uh probably some mashed potatoes <laughs> nice. <laughs> fair enough a mashed potato yeah, <sighs> um, so we've got to cover the weather. Oh the yes, weather. we're oh yes, we're on with Vader, yep, so I can't get away with that this week, can I? I've got to do the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't get away with it. Well, the I need weather, to talk about it because cover been, me. Yeah, we've, we've been suffering with droughts here. Um, with oh, really? This yeah, like our water, the local water stores are at like emergency levels. My garden's dead because all my lawns are brown. It just Ooh. usually doesn't happen here in Wellington. So we've had a very hot, dry start of the summer. Um, mm. yeah, it's been oh, that's probably not good. three or four. Like the the water in the, at the beach on the west coast of mm. the where I live um, is six to seven degrees warmer than they usually are this time of year. Like wow. the ocean is, so it's a fair bit warmer, and the actual temperature is a lot warmer, like four or five degrees <clears> warmer. So hmm. yeah, heat wave. So now I've said talked about the weather, that's gonna go away. We're gonna get some rain <laughs> and my garden's gonna come back to life. That's the goal. Yep. 
<laughs> nah, that's that's uh, pretty rough. It's not been too bad over here, actually. It's 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 definitely there's something going on with the planet for sure. Because like it's <laughs> December, it, it, yeah. Tell Trump that global warming doesn't exist. <laughs> you know I mean? it's, it's December, and like, I'm walking down the road in just a silk sleeve shirt. That's not right. <laughs> not for not for the UK anyway. It's it's been up and down. We've had days of ice, and then the next day it's been really warm. It's literally been all over the place. It's really bizarre for winter. Very very bizarre. Yeah, it's um, it's been unusual so far this winter mm. when it's been below freezing here, and that's uh, that's not good. No, <laughs> not good at all. Yeah, there's definitely something going on. Yeah. So, you happy? Are you happy with the weather, Vader? Yeah, we've recorded. <laughs> we've done it. We're, we're gonna Podcast get that garden Yep. <laughs> I mean, like checking the day daily to see if it's gonna rain, and it keeps te- uh, teasing me. We overcast in the morning, and then it will like burn off, and then be like super hot in the afternoon. Ugh. So, he's hoping for some rain. It's supposed to rain Christmas Day, and I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Well, see, people forget that here it's summer during Christmas, so right, Christmas yeah. days are barbecues and beaches, not mm-hmm. yeah, you, snow. You, you, and you don't really have the concept of like a white Christmas the way that we do. No, no. Um, although we still have like fake snow on our Christmas trees and stuff like that, because we're forced it with the Northern Hemisphere media and marketing. But no, we have Santa's in uh, swimming shorts and jandals. Perfect. Uh, is, yeah. And a Hawaiian shirt instead of a big winter coat. That's our Santa. That checks out. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Lots lots has happened since last time we talked guys <laughs> a lot yeah a lot of gaming news <laughs> yeah there were what two major like award show things yep that happened yeah well, obviously yeah yeah we had to obviously psx game awards so so should we talk some of the stuff that came out of the game awards things there was a few little uh interesting numbers Num- numbered see i told you i'm going to be tripping over my words <laughs> for the listeners like out I there promised, I was, we're like, enjoying it thoroughly <laughs> for the listeners out there i've had one hell of a manic week with training and studying and my brain is melting so my yeah my words are all over the shop at the moment so but yes the game awards uh lots of nice lots of nice trailers um what what sort of uh, what ones interested you two gentlemen, or have you seen that piqued your interest at all? Well, I just want to mention mm. the game awards happened. <clears throat> I could not tell you who won or what awards were given. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I know about is the game re- announcements. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of been the case every year of these awards, yeah. right? It's like they're I'm pretty sure Kojima the... got something, but <laughs> he always uh, gets something. Yeah, because Jeff Keighley fucking loves Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah one one that stuck out to me is obviously the from software one the <laughs> teaser right I, I, i'm really like yeah ooh, i'm hyped from soft stuff but was it necessary 
Do we do we do we think do we think they could have waited and give us a proper teaser, like a thirty second actual thing, rather than just a spinning bone? Well, the, <laughs> this what this is what happened with um, Bloodborne. Was it? Well, it was I honestly leak. don't remember. It was a leak, yes. Yeah. Mm. But then the actual first announcement was very short. The official announcement wasn't much more than the leak. But there was enough, mm. like there was enough in the official, like the official announcement, like to show the atmosphere of the game in a way that I'm not sure that this trailer really accomplished anything. But <laughs> yeah, it did you give us you f- that Sorry, hilarious. Go. It did give us that hilarious 11 minute video that Vadi Vidya did, <laughs> yeah. breaking down the <laughs> yeah the trailer. But yeah, well, I guess that's the problem with the community around the Souls <laughs> games and from software. Um, there there's we people just dive into it like frame by frame and so they i guess they keep they can just keep shortening their teasers and we'll still keep getting as much as we can from it mm. yeah but, it, it, um it, like brian just said it it, 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 it amazed me that Vi managed to get 11 <laughs> minutes of content out of this one one image <laughs> that's what it was it was basically it wasn't a even a minute no. It was 10 seconds. Yeah. 10 seconds of actual footage. Yeah. Uh, about 10 seconds of blackness with text for about five seconds. <laughs> uh, it was ridiculous. But no, it, there is some interesting stuff in there, though. Like, a lot of people are talking Bloodborne, and instantly it's not. I don't think it is at all. No, it's I, definitely not. For me, if I'm going to say it's one of their things, it, it, for me, it'd be Tenchu or a new IP. Or Shadows Tower, maybe. See, I'm... Well, I'm, I'm just, just because of shadow, like literally, just yeah. because of the shadows thing. Yeah, but ninjas are in shadows, and Tenchu is about ninjas. Mm. Yeah, and that's I, the thing I, I guess there was like some. That's something that a boss said, like some boss in, in a Tenchu game said. Apparently, yeah, yeah, he actually said that shadows die twice in in their in their old Tenchu game. So it's yeah, kind of sits. The, the other from software IP, it could be a reboot. I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, uh, Toggy, I think it is. There's two uh, games yeah. on Xbox. Yeah, those games are pretty fun, actually. Yeah, well, those are, those yeah, are one of the few them. games I still own for my Xbox original recipe. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind seeing if I can play that. Um, it actually it's quite interesting. We a lot of talk about from software is that like Demon Souls is one of like the first like third person kind of ventures from like yeah the Shadow Tower series, which is mm-hmm. all first person. Whereas yeah, they've got these other games that um, that were kind of seem to build up towards what Demon Souls ended up being. Yeah, De- Demon it, Souls I think is just more like it's more of an RPG than those previous games were. Yes, they're more of an action game. You're, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. But yeah, I'm thinking Tenchu because it's definitely Japanese sounding drums. It's definitely Japanese type calligraphy. Yeah, so there's like some kanji or something on the like yeah. on the bone or whatever, right? Uh, on the, there's a there's a parchment behind the bone. Oh in the yeah, background. yeah, you're right. And the the bone, Jeremy should be happy. It looks like a grapple, <laughs> it's a gra- grapple rope. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like a kunai is is tied to that red rope. Mm. What it looked like to me, if you look at the very bottom of the screen, it looks there looks like a coupling mechanism, and it looks like if I were to chop my arm off or my elbow, and I was to put a um, like a false arm on, it looks like the same coupling device what you'd use to fit a mm. false limb to that stump where your elbow would be. And because it's also got that bone as well, I'm going with that's like a, a mechanical arm, forearm, 
that's what I'm going with anyway. Well, that's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah, it seems like it's so it could have bloodborne type trick weapons mm. that Please. kind of fall into it. Oh. Please, I just, I just want <laughs> trick weapons in every game. Like they're so cool. So cool. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty cool. Um. But yeah, it definitely seems like a the there's like a blade of sorts. So it looks like a kunai tied to that rope, the red rope that's twisted around. Um, yeah, it's yeah. hard to say. There's not much to it. It looks like a <laughs> screwdriver stuck into the the parchment in the background. Yeah, I, I like I like the fact that it's just. I will say it's, it's been interesting to see all people's theories and the what people talking about it and what they think it is and da da da. What I'm hoping it is, personally, I hope it's new IP because I f- oh, yeah, same. FromSoft do their best work with new IP rather than sequels. I think their new IPs are always their best work. So I'm hoping for new IP. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. Um, It'd be good. If they take gameplay of Bloodborne, I'm fine with that because its mm. mechanics are great in yeah. all their games. Absolutely, yeah. uh, but just have that you new feeling or touch with the, new, the yeah. story, like new 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 tone and sort of new story, because they're good, they're they're great at telling stories. But it seems when they have to go back to those stories, they kind of lose their way a bit. But they're just I feel they're really good at telling fresh stories. So yes, it'll be interesting to see. But obviously, they said like we're going to give more in- information in the in the next twelve months. It's like oh shit, hell, we're going to drag this <laughs> out for another year. I'm not sure we'll get information at E3. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where we'll probably get our first trailer. Yeah, interesting. Probably it's interesting. pretty good at releasing these reasonably quickly, so I don't think once we get a full announcement, I don't think it'll be too mm. much delay. Nah. Um, and if it's been said once, it's been said a million times, especially on Don't Give Up Skeleton. Um, <laughs> we're all happy for Bloodborne 2, but just to be in a different space. Yes. Yeah. New story, um, fresh space, same kind of mechanics. Once again, when they tell a fresh story, um, I, I think they do their best work. So if they were to do Bloodborne 2, it should be away from Yarnum, maybe in Japan like this, but with the Elder Gods are like Japanese mythos gods or something, and it's oh, got its cool. own own lore and its own, do you know what I mean? But with the same yeah, kind calm. of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kami and Yorkai and stuff because um, yeah. they have hierarchy and different levels um, that'd be awesome mm. yeah uh, it just needs to not be anything to do with Yarnum or anything like that I think that story is done and it should be left as is but yeah more FromSoft we, we, we love FromSoft so it, just I'm, I'm just fingers crossed they don't go for the uh, the get good crowd like they did with Dark Souls 3 yeah, that's like a constant fear of mine since Dark Souls yeah. 3, like especially like mm-hmm. since they doubled down on it with the DLC. Yeah, but I, I don't know whether that was their decision or maybe Namco saying, because it is their IP. Who knows? I suppose the next new game from them. And, and the next new game from them is obviously Miyazaki's first outing as boss, like his first new IP. Because mm-hmm. all the others were already uh, in in circulation when he took over, so that that'll be a quite interesting thing as well. So, well, yeah. not only that, it's the first time he's yeah, as you say, he's been top boss, but he's mm. also this is the first game that's been made with their own funding potentially, because they've been you know, bought yeah. out by that 
that massive company. Yeah. Whereas all the other games were funded by external publishers. Correct. Because this is self, potentially self-published internationally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means so they it, can do what they want if yeah. that's the case, yeah. So, yeah. Very interesting, very hopeful, excited, nervous, lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what it's but really it's definitely not too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Bloodborne 2 definitely been announced at PlayStation Experience. Um, yeah, they wouldn't do it where well, they did. Yeah. Cool. All right. So there we there we go. A, a ten second trailer. We managed to get like ten. <laughs> <laughs> we we almost got it as Matt same amount as Vi. <laughs> yeah, I can I, I know better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so have you guys watched the In the Valley of the Gods trailer? Mm. Yes. Yes. Boy, I don't like, like the soundtrack. I'm so excited for that game. <laughs> like agreed. I mean, like I I loved Firewatch so much that like all they had to do was like mm-hmm. put it, put put like Campo Santo's name in front of me. And I was just gonna buy it, but like, man, like just from that trailer, like the 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 atmosphere that you got out of that trailer, like the the song that they picked for the trailer was very good. Oh, I hated the song. Oh, really? <laughs> that was a great yeah. song. I thought, I thought it was but you great. don't. Oh, it's like, fine. But Charles, you it's don't like music, song. so you, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I imagine that that song is not going to be in the game or like no. representative of the soundtrack. That's just like I think that's just like representative of the mood that they're trying to strike for the trailer. Yeah, I didn't. I don't really. I found it didn't really fit with the the content of the game. No? I'm excited too because it looks cool. We get to explore Egyptian tombs mm-hmm. with fire Firewatch style gameplay, but it looks yeah, like I mean, a little bit more interactiveness. With yeah, yeah. You have another puzzles. person that you're that you're with, so there's actually yeah. like a character in the in on screen, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, know, like, we, we, we know basically nothing about this game so far except for that it's set in like 1920s Egypt and you're an archaeologist of some sort. Mm. But it looks great and I'm very excited for it. That's going to be a day one purchase for, for me. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I Firewatch a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat, you know, like I loved Firewatch. Absolutely loved it. I loved the story it told. It was just interesting, intriguing. And I, I hope they can bring that into Valley of Gods as well. And it looks it looks beautiful as well. I love their art style, Campesento's art style. It's yeah. just those, those really smooth pastel colours and stuff. Just looks lovely. Yeah, I have a lot of faith in their writing because yeah. not only not only did like the writers of this of Firewatch of uh in the Valley of the Gods make Firewatch, but they also wrote The Walking Dead season one. Oh really? Yes, uh, Jake Jake uh, Jake Rodkin and Sean Vanaman were the lead writers on that game. I did not know that. And both of them are writers on Campo Santo now. Mm, that's yeah. obviously the best Walking Dead game there was. So yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, I just hope that they sort out the endings and make it a good ending. Because <laughs> that was I don't the, know. the I thought, I, I thought it was a good ending. Watch. I thought it was uh, a good ending. Uh, I really did. It was anticlimactic for sure. It was there. Uh, I don't Do know think? if I would call it anticlimactic. I liked the fact that it, I thought it was going one way and then they just went, actually, no. Yeah, I mean, it, was, was like, oh, it, it definitely like subverted oh, your expectations. Okay, yeah. yeah I was just like, oh, this is, it turns out this isn't yeah, like yeah. a spooky stalker game. It's just like mm. this is like a real somber story about like yeah. a de- kind of a shitty dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, well, also dad, like the, the, the boy's yeah. dad like was mm. shitty. Oh, that dad, yeah, I was thinking yeah. the main guy. Sorry, my yeah, bad. Yeah, main, main yeah, guy, yeah, shitty husband, like... Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the dad, the dad who you thought was stalking you the whole game, shitty dad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just I was hoping for a bit more mystery. It wasn't that mysterious in the end. Yeah, but sure. sure. It, I can, in I can in its own that. way, that's that's kind of exciting as well because it's different. Yeah, and it's it it, it was playing with your expectations the whole time, right? Mm. Yeah. No, it's definitely a good game. Yeah. They uh they they have I, I have utmost the utmost faith in them. They have they have my my viewing dollars, whatever, like as soon as mm-hmm. it, it, for from now on, just anything that they put out, I imagine. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm in the same boat. I have a lot of faith in Campesano. So there, I, for me, that was a little... Firewatch was a sleeper hit. For me, it came out of nowhere. I never really knew of them. And then, <laughs> wow, I was blown away by Firewatch. Absolutely loved it. I think, if I remember, that was one of the first reviews I ever writ. And I think I gave this... Yes. I think I gave that, you know, for 9 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's one sounds, of first sounds about right. Mm, yeah. Loved it. So yes, very excited. Yeah, but in 2019 though, uh, it's too long. <laughs> it's a bit far away. Yeah, very far away. But I suppose the longer they take, at least we know no rush. It will be ready when it's ready. Yes. DD. So what the what else have you got down here then, Vader? The other announcements were Soul Calibur Six. Mm. Um, which kind of seems like it's maybe like a reboot of the original game sort of maybe i don't know much about it i just know that it's been a while since i've made one yeah i'm I'm definitely in for a new soul caliber i think like i'll check out a new soul caliber it's been a while yeah um but yeah i don't know much about it i just thought it was was cool to get new announcements um the other big one that i think is pretty awesome is bayonetta is getting ported to the Switch 1 and 2. Yes. And Bayonetta 3, 3 has been announced. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I've never uh... played any of them, so I'll be able to play all three on my Switch, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great because I own the the Wii U copies. Like, I bought those when yep. they came out, and then I never played them. So I'm glad to... I'm excited to buy them again on my Switch and hopefully play them this time. Yeah, Brian, I've, I've, just I've play them on the Wii U. Good. Yeah. <laughs> How about you buy them for me on the Switch and then you just play your Wii U ones? Well, I'll, I'll send you my Wii U copies. Uh, they don't really help because I don't have a Wii U. And the Wii U's, you, and the, even if I did, the Wii U's probably region locked, isn't it? Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, right, I've, okay. I've always heard the, Bay- the Bayonetta games are good and some are Platinum's best work. So. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in playing them, for sure. So, but it's it's interesting now. It seems that Bayonet is a Nintendo property now, definitely for sure. So that's quite. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think they uh, they published Bayonetta two, and I think they're publishing Bayonetta yeah. three as well. Yeah, yeah, they funded it, but yeah, I don't people... think they own. I don't, don't know if they own the IP. Yeah, no, though, they, they, they don't own it. They're just publishing it. Yeah, mm. so just supporting it's, it's, something it's that no one else would. It's effectively a Nintendo property. Without yeah. actually being an Nintendo property. Without actually belonging to them, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, and the other piece, obviously, I've got to mention it because I'm going to, and I, <laughs> it's obviously we got a B 
beast of a trailer. Well, I say a trailer. It's another video. We got we got a clip from the, the Death film. Stranding movie. <laughs> 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 but it was an eight and a half minute trailer that literally had me engrossed and encapsulated the entire time I was watching the damn thing. Every moment in that trailer for me has got questions that need answering. And it just looks like Kojima is going full on. Mental. I want to go batshit and get involved with like uh, Kaiju monsters and dimension tears and babies in Norman Reedus's throat. And <laughs> oh man, yeah, like a thumbs up. Uh, the, the, oh. He like yeah, he like eats the baby or something like. What's going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, and I love it so much. I that for me, a lot of people don't like that about the Metal Gear games and Kojima. That for me is my favorite part. Is that batshit insanity that comes alongside mm-hmm. it? I loved it. It's like my favorite part of Metal Gear Solid Five for me was that first hour coming out of the hospital. That was mental, and I loved it. I love that batshit craziness. So. Watching the Death Stranding trailer, I'm just like, oh, I'm so in on this. It looks <laughs> nuts. <laughs> it's definitely intriguing. Mm. Um, and, and what he was saying as well, it's like uh, he was talking about like when um, uh, Norman Reedus' character Sam, he basically dies and he like he ends up in uh, underwater where you see the little baby in his throat and stuff. But apparently that's like a death realm apparently and you never really die. When you die, you go to this realm and you kind of have to recollect your items, kind of Dark Souls style, I think, by the sound of things. But you collect stuff, and then when you go back to the real world, when he wakes up, there's like a massive crater in the floor, isn't there, if, you, if you've seen it. It's like a huge crater, like a bomb's gone off or something. But apparently every time you die, you can get these craters, and they actually stay in the real world as well as signs of your death. And also when he dies, I don't know if you notice, he gets like a handprint burnt onto his chest, and they mark your body body like if you keep dying and dying and dying you become permanently scarred with these like handprints so by the end of the game you could just look like one giant handprint depending on how much you die <laughs> <laughs> oh, i like yeah. the idea of looking like one giant handprint like you're like the <laughs> mascot <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> uh, to you can't forget that we also got uh, Kojima and Norman Reedus on stage at the Game Awards, and uh, Norman Reedus said he'll do anything for Kojima. Uh, I thought that's worth noting. Man, <laughs> Kojima is just in love with Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen. He he just never stopped talking about to him. I think he well, vice versa, yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a full on bromance there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's so. Uh, I'm just like every time I see Kojima's tweets and like. Mads Mikkels is over there and they're in a coffee shop and I'm like, oh, they're so sweet. <laughs> so, oh, you're so cute. Uh, it's awesome. I don't know how they're making the game though. Kojima's constantly just traveling and taking pictures of food. Like, where is, how is he making this game? This is, do you know what? In an interview, I was reading about it and he was like, I kind of, I was a bit disappointed that people think I'm just traveling around and doing bugger all. Like, yeah, I get a lot of pictures, but I'm, con- he says, I'm constantly working. I'm putting super long days. He said, like, the game is actually coming along and we've just not seen any gameplay yet, but it's, where we want it to be time-wise. So 
that on their time scale of production, they said they're bang on where they want to be. So that's fucking perfect, which is good. It's good news. In reality, he's not actually doing the legwork, is he? He's the director and the guiding. He's not Mm. programming or he's yeah, he's not doing directing it. Programming, yeah, yeah. But it's good to know that they're on target for his his uh, supposed. I think he he hinted to twenty nineteen because he said he he wants to bring it out when uh, Akira was set, which was obviously twenty nineteen. So. He does like he likes he does like doing he like, what's the word I'm looking for? He likes to be hmm, I can't think of the word. What's the word? <laughs> instead of just saying twenty nineteen, instead of saying twenty nineteen, he says, Oh, I want to bring it out when the film Akira was set. Is that being subtle? I can't think of the word. Nah. Um, see? Brain dead. Yeah, so I got nothing. <laughs> I guess he's been he, instead of being straight up, he's kind of beats around the bush and how he he's explains. Been, he's been quirky, I guess, maybe kinda. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, yeah, but yes, yes, Death Stranding. I am so excited. Like, I honestly can't. I think I, I said to you guys earlier on. I think I may have watched it about thirty times. This trailer now, over and over, constantly just picking at it and trying to see what I can draw from it and. It just, yeah, it just seems the only things I can really draw from it is that you've got a baby fetus in a tube. That, but that baby's so cool. <laughs> but it, he, it seems like that baby has a connection to the third, this, this other dimension. Because do you know they've got those things that, like that, that electrical thing on the back that's looking around and it's like clicking at where the, the, like the dimensional beings are. If you look, it looks like that's controlled by the baby when you connect it to your system. So I think that baby can actually see these dimensional planes. And by the sounds of things, Norman Reedus's character might be able to actually transcend, transcend those dimensional barriers at the same time. So it's, yeah. Mental oh, man. is the word to put. Yes, oh, I'm, so, I'm so, I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, because we can't from wait. that first trailer we got like what last year or earlier in the year, it did mm. seem like the baby had some kind of control that was going on. Like that was my take from it was that yeah. actually the baby's in more control than it might appear <clears> at first view. Mm. And it, that just seems like a artificial womb that the baby's in which seems a bit odd. That, yeah that's that's bang on is the artificial womb so i don't know whether the mm. that's how it helps like that that maybe that liquid enhances its powers of being able to cross, like see through the dimensional plane because sometimes people like when you put someone in like a hyperbaric chamber their powers become more powerful like kind of um what 11 does on stranger things where she yeah. I kind of, yeah, it might be kind of something like that. I'm just tugging, but who knows? It's all crazy. It all looks awesome. I cannot wait. Twenty once again, 2019 is far too long. Uh, it won't be 2019. I bet you any money gets to 2020. I'm just gonna go ahead and say the obligatory thing: this game doesn't exist, and it never will. <laughs> it's a movie. It's yeah. It's it's barely even a movie. It's just some, <laughs> it's just some CGI trailers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cliff is going to cry in the corner. 
<laughs> did I hurt your feelings, Cliff? I, I, do you know what? I honestly didn't hear that then because all I'm getting is <laughs> break up. Can, your mic's all breaking up, so I didn't hear you. So if you insulted me, I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I, just, I, I just said that this game doesn't exist and it never will. Uh, <laughs> that's the use going to break my heart. Uh, uh, just, do you know what? Yeah. I, as I said, I'd be quite happy for him to just do this as a film. It doesn't have to be a game. Just put all these batshit ideas into like a short CGI film. Like, and oh, I'll be quite happy with that. I just like his batshit ideas. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm. Mm. He wants to do a film, so maybe after this game, he might actually go do it. Maybe. We'll see. I suppose that it's very hard to get that kind of funding, though, isn't it? For yeah, a maybe movie. he can do a Star Wars movie and make it actually good. Hey. Trying to hurt my feelings now. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, actually, I'm going to see it tomorrow, and I am hyped because everyone hates it, so I'm so excited to see it. <laughs> it makes me really excited because normally the, the internet is normally very, very wrong. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I love it, Cliff. It's amazing. Excellent. It's that's, so good. that's good to hear. Yeah, I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. But what I've been hearing is, am, am I right in thinking that they are trying something new. Uh, you're correct. Excellent. That's all I need to know. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Good, good. Yeah, I'm going to see it tomorrow, so I'm super excited. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait. And I've just been avoiding the internet a lot for spoilers, <laughs> and I've managed to do it this time because False Awakens got ruined for me, so I've been very careful this time around. Yeah, you know, the Fair difference, enough. I think the difference is, is that like the Force Awakens, like stuff was leaking all over the place, like all kinds of story stuff got leaked. Mm. And with the with the Last Jedi, like nothing really, nothing really leaked out. No, it seems to be uh, been doing quite well, actually. So it's, it's yeah, been good. I'm, I'm, I was very happy about that. So, yeah, when yes. you talk more, Cliff, when you see it. Mm. Did, did you not like, yeah. did you not like it then, Charles? No. Um, it's a good movie and it's mm. fine. This is, I have real issues with with the plot and the, what a lot of the things that happen in the movie. Hmm. Um, and those it's... stupid porgs. <laughs> <laughs> they're fine. They're the worst thing. They're no, they're fine. not. They're not. <laughs> the cynical design just to get kids to like it. But they're not. They're like, <laughs> have you heard the story? Like of why the yeah. porgs exist. That's a cover up. It's not a cover up. It makes sense. There were no no puffins made it onto the Millennium Falcon because <laughs> the Millennium Falcon's not actually on the island. <laughs> so <laughs> the excuses are rubbish. Um, no, but yeah, the puffins were on the island, and so they just CG over them and made them look like porks. Yeah, because it was easier to do that than to just erase them all from the footage. And, and fine, I'm fine with that, but they don't need to become comical relief throughout the movie is that's the issue i have with them they're fine no <laughs> anyway let's move on <laughs> uh, playstation experience also happened didn't it i did um and i think the most generally people were somewhat disappointed yeah it kind of seemed um, like there wasn't really a whole lot that got announced except for hilariously a medieval remaster which i'm happy i'm fine with yeah, me too. Like, it's a fine game. I haven't played it in forever. It's just yeah, a very funny... I remember having fun with it. 
Clough? Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm I'm <laughs> having technical issues over here. That's all right. My my laptop's decided to spaz out and you guys are glitching out and stuff. So Plastic. just carry on, I'll try you interested in Fair enough. You interested in medieval Clough? I've, um, to be honest, I never even really played the original, so I, I don't really have um, any kind of view on it, really. I never even played the original. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I remember hiring it out when I was a lot younger, and just it was one of those fun new games that was different than other things I'd played. And yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm happy to, to get that quirky little skeleton back in, into my life. We good. Quirky, quirky skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, there were there were a bunch of things that kind of came out after. Like there was the first press conference, and it was kind of not much happened. But over the weekend, there seemed to be a lot of other announcements. But I don't really remember any of them, or didn't take note of them. There was no Demon Souls remaster as CJ was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. Namco won't let it happen, and Alice won't let it happen. That's my uh, my bet. I can't see what what a Demon Souls remaster you mean. Yeah, There's too many people fighting over the license. They they want they want too much of the money. I can't agree on it. Who who does the license belong to? Does it not belong to Sony? Uh. It's well, it's a weird one. Um, Atlas published Sony published it in Japan, Atlas published it in America, and Namco published it in Europe. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it's a bit it's, mad, it's isn't messy. It? <laughs> it's messy. That's the only thing I can put it down to is that they can't agree. It may happen, but I think it's, I think that's the reason it's taken so long if it is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I think I've lost everybody. Nope. I'm, t- no, I, I'm no still here. I'm, yeah, as you say, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I am listening. I'm just trying to put my darn stupid computer. Out. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else stuck out to you, Brian, from PlayStation Experience? Uh, no, not really. That was kind of the only thing really of note. It seemed like that they announced. Um. I think there might have been something about Destiny, but like. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wanted to talk about that, didn't you? About how I, the newest stuff sucks. I don't want to say too much about it. I don't think that it. You know, like it's just gonna. It's just gonna be a fucking us circle jerking about how bad loot boxes are, which I feel like you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody on the internet is already saying all the time anyway. But man, that that the dawning like event that they've got going on right now, it really the loot boxes suck. Yeah. Do you know, it's kind of sad because I I like Destiny at a time, but it's never I've never been that into it. I still like really Destiny sad. too, like as the game, as a game. It's itself, just like everything yeah, yeah. around the game is just so exhausting. Well, that's what I mean. Like Destiny One, people are still playing it daily or, or regularly, at least every few days, up mm-hmm. until Destiny Two came out. Yeah, and all those people just do not play Destiny Two now. Right. Mm. Like even like, even I am like totally not in the habit of playing it. And everybody, and it's, it's, everybody knows what a, what a big game Destiny was for me. Well, exactly, and it's it's kind of sad for those people who Destiny was such a big part of their their gaming life 
and it's just it's so sad that a company can go ruin their IP just because of money grabbing, really. Yeah, I mean, it, I bought the expansion pass, so like I'm gonna be at least playing through all the DLC, and hopefully they'll turn it around at some point. But man, like just everything around that game is just so rough. Like I just don't, I don't know. I don't like how, how, how much of it, how much more of it do we have to like deal with? You know, like, like how how many more things are they going to fuck up and be like, Oh, Oh, sorry. We didn't mean to do this. We're changing it. We're changing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remove it. Well, exactly. If I had a dollar for every time they, that destiny apologized, I'd better buy about five (laughs) loot boxes. Yeah. Right. And in one of those boxes, I might get an actual real apology. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's only only a, like a 0.5% chance of that. So Exactly. <laughs> Which you would know actually... if you are playing Destiny on your iPhone. Exactly. Nice segue. Oh, you can't um... call it out, Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's rules. You have to call out a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Um, yes, <laughs> Apple have um, basically forcing all games on their on their um, what do you call it iTunes iOS App Store uh, yeah. iOS platform to have to they have to divulge the percentage chance of rare items and items in their random loot boxes, and I think that's a great move, and hopefully it sets a precedent for other platforms. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> think this is a good idea. It's good. They 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 they, that's, uh, they do that in China. All with all games that contain loot boxes, it has to have alongside it the uh, percentage chance of winning said items. Because you can look at it and it goes, your chance of getting this Overwatch skin is zero point five percent. You're like, nah, fuck that. Because some people think, oh, it might be a fifty percent chance or whatever. It's just, yeah, yeah. a bit a bit of transparency is better a, a, a bit of no loot boxes would be better but <laughs> i don't think that's going to happen for some time but at least yeah hopefully at some point it needs to be transparent <laughs> yeah well i think it's a good move towards yeah. I, I hope it does help people make decisions not to spend money on them mm. i don't know if it will or not but it's it's a move in the right direction so there is Yes, it is awareness. It's transparent, and maybe companies will make it less rare to get items because they don't want to, um, yeah, look yeah. like yeah. Jerks, they, 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 they don't want like the bad optics of being like, oh, this really good item that everybody is going to buy these loot boxes for is only like a one in five hundred thousand drop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they might start bringing it down. Yeah. Um, making it easier to get. Um. So yeah, move in the right direction. Good job, Apple. Yes. Hmm. Um, yeah i mean like but, you know we, we we talk from time to time about how you know like a booster pack or whatever for like a magic of the gathering is just a blind it's just a booster uh, a loot box basically right but like yeah. there are there are percentages like you know like what the average rate is of of getting certain things in a in a, pa- in a, a pack of magic cards like exactly. uh and like every, every magic pack comes with a rare but one and eight, like the pack or the rares are placed with a mythic rare. So like you have those numbers. Yep. And, and like yeah, it's still and those, not And those numbers aren't like, too bad either. No, no, like, yeah. The, 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 the numbers for magic are pretty chance. reasonable. Yeah. Well 
and as we've defended you when you haven't been here, well, I've defended you, Brian, we've teased you <laughs> about magic, but then I've defended you, is that you can actually go and buy yes, yeah. the card you want, whereas a lot of the times these things you can't um, in these games. Well, you can't, and at least you have a card that you're using to play a game with. Like, you're actually using it for a purpose where it's like yeah instead of just like rotting in your digital library exactly um yeah so i think there is a difference there's similarities but there is a difference as well yeah for sure Mm, yeah um i guess we seem to talking about apple didn't you get a new toy recently who me yeah i did i got the iphone x Ooh. How many poo emojis have you sent to people with your face talking? You know what? I haven't sent any <laughs> emojis yet. Um, because oh. I mostly because I keep forgetting that it exists. <laughs> yeah. uh, but well, I'm expecting I'm expecting right. a whole loot cast done with the poo emoji talking. <laughs> but you're right, I should send Jeremy some poo emojis. Yep, See, because it like obviously you have the the face thing, so it, it can animate for you. But if you send it to someone that doesn't have an iPhone ten, will you? I still get the animated version of that emoji. Yeah, it just sh- it just shows okay. up as a video for you. Yeah, that's right, what I figured. Okay. Yeah, cool. Because yeah. you can you can post them on Twitter too. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So now we've reminded you, I expect to see your Twitter feed full of random <laughs> talking emojis. Talking right. poo emojis. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah, it seems hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good phone? You like it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really liking it so far. It's uh, it's really nice. Like, it was a little weird getting used to, like, the different, like, the gestures and stuff you have to do, rather than, yes. uh, since you don't have the home button. Uh, but once I got used to it, like it's totally like it's just totally natural to me now to yeah, cool. do those gestures. And like it's a oh, man. Let me tell you something about the like the battery life on this phone is that my old phone would barely last me the full day, a full work day at uh, like like uh, with a full battery. Um, it is now 428 p.m. here. Uh, I've been up since 5 a.m. and I have 71 percent battery on my phone right now. Holy crap. Yeah, it's wow. so good. Like, the battery life on this That's phone is pretty insane. good. An iPhone with good battery. Uh, yeah, God. right? <laughs> the first, uh, it's, a, it's a miracle, let me tell you. That's like, that is like well, the holy grail. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the OLED screen really helps with that because, mm. you know, like, the it's so, so much more battery efficient than an LED. Yeah, yeah. What was your previous phone? Uh, it was 6S. Okay, yeah. So I... My previous phone, iPhone was a five, and by the end of its life, it was the battery was terrible. It was like three hours, and it's just because batteries do wear out. Yeah, and yeah, that's something else we can actually we can talk about a little bit. Is that I don't know if you guys saw this, um, but Apple did basically come out and admit that they do slow down the iPhones as they get older uh, to, try, oh, really? to try to preserve the battery life, like to keep you from your battery from dying super fast. Oh, okay. So it's, a, so it's not it's, a cynical measure to yeah, try and make you buy a phone. Yeah, it's it's like ostensibly like uh like well-meaning, but like, boy, should that just be like something that you alert the customer that you're doing rather than just doing it? Yeah, um, yeah, agree. Because like that's agree. always been a thing. Like you know, like that's a thing for for everybody for years and years is like, oh, the battery life on my phone got shit, and also it my phone runs like shit, and like that's always been the conspiracy is that. Apple, Apple, like uh, intentionally slows the old phones down, so you have to go buy a new one. And they are intentionally slowing the phones down, not specifically so you go buy a new one, but 
so that it doesn't tank your battery life. Yes, it's interesting because mine's not. I couldn't afford a full price one when I upgraded because my five was dying, and so I went. I got the SE, which is the six internals, but the five body. Yes. Yeah. And it's like it was like half the price. Um, but I've already noticed that it's quite. It's only a year old, but it is. It chugs at times. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because like I guess like if you go replace the battery, like because it's it's a function of like the the battery degradation. And so if you yeah. just go replace the battery, then your phone will be running at full speed again. Mm. Which is not that easy on an iPhone. Yeah, I mean there are places you can take it to and have them do it. But I would I would never do it myself. I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind the X, but yeah, the the kind of it's, very, it's very expensive, it's a very expensive phone, so Yeah. Like uh, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know what uh what phone contract stuff is like in uh in New Zealand, but over here we do like the the monthly, like you could just pay a percentage of it monthly. Yeah, yeah, I they're really expensive. I don't do a plan. I just have prepay here. Okay, it's like yeah. nineteen nineteen dollars, and I get like a gig of data, um, and then like three hundred minutes. Okay. Yeah, unlimited text and it's like 19 bucks whereas plans use like 40 bucks but yeah, you sure. get like the same thing <laughs> um but, <laughs> but, to, to, but I, so I, now you have to pay for the whole phone up front i imagine yeah and that's what i tend to do anyway yeah. is buy the whole phone up front so i think there are 1800 dollars here Oof, yeah that's uh, that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah which is about 1400 us yeah which i mean that's close to what we pay yeah. I, mean, I think the the for the 256 gig which is what i got the the, the price was uh like 1149 or something like that yeah. and of course that's broken up over the life of my my contract or whatever yeah yeah but yeah so that's uh that's that's been our phone minute uh this is the dark inside podcast where we talk about our cell phones <laughs> um, but instead of doing that why don't we, why don't we talk about some video games y'all yeah, was there anything else on news? Uh, we, I mean, like you posted this thing about the the robot legs, but I don't know how important that. that oh was yeah, well, to talk about this. this is hilarious. I forgot about this. <laughs> this is the most random thing ever. So Nintendo files a patent about passive walking device. So it's walking robot legs that has no electronics or motor. It is mm-hmm. all done by gravity. It walks. <laughs> and it, all you need to do is push it and it'll keep walking forward constantly. Like it, it's like, yeah, it's energy is from potential energy. It's crazy. It's like all physics based. And, but why would Nintendo do that? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm watching this video now, though. That's very funny. The next, the next Nintendo Switch, like Switch Two, is going to have walking legs, so you can just <laughs> push it and you just walk behind it and use the Joy Cons to play as you walk yes. down the street. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I think it's fantastic, and and what they're saying it's going to be used for is like helping people with like injuries and mm-hmm. and potentially like, and it's really cool. But I don't know why Nintendo are doing it. It's- I. The robot has three main parts, thighs, lower legs, and ankles. (laughs) Yep. Oh, amazing. So I just thought it was funny because it's Nintendo doing it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but 
Uh, Nintendo's going to have some robot legs on their new video games, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mental. All right, <laughs> games. All right, let's talk about some video games. Cliff, what have you been playing? I've been playing lots of stuff. Would you like to talk about your games first? Because I've still got a rogue laptop over here. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, Peter, tell me about the Zelda DLC. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's more Zelda. Um, do we all? Yeah, it's. What do we know? I don't know what's considered spoilers these days because it kind of all gets I, gets announced. I I kind of think that like nothing in this DLC is much of a spoiler. Um, and it's especially not a spoiler that you get a sick hog. A bike. You get you yeah. get a, a Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, um, you get a sick hog. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So you you hand out, you go straight back, like start of the DLC. You get you load up the game like the first one. You get Zelda's voice, you know, like just in your head, I guess, telling you about it. you can go improve yourself as the the sword wielder, whatnot, just like the first one. Um, so it's the trial. It's trials of the champion champions, I think. So it's um uh, something like that. And so you go back to the plateau, uh, to the very starting of the game. And so I really like that actually retrofitting, using the environments they've already got and making it work as part of this new story kind of being told through these trials. And so you go back to where you woke up, you put your Sheikah slate back into the little port display thingy and it activates uh, four trials on that plateau. And basically you got to go and it takes off all your health. So you have a quarter of a heart. And you get given this, I don't know what it's called. It's like a four-pronged trident. So it's no trident, it's a fordant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> there's probably a better word for that, but... Um, yeah, it's like this weird thing that kind of breaks the story a little bit because it has infinity damage. It can kill everything in one hit. So I'm like, why don't you just let me take this to kill Ganon? Like I just go hit slap Ganon once. <laughs> yeah, but and like it, it, it keeps you in a certain area while you have it, right? Yeah, no, but like if there is this power f- to have a weapon like this, why can't I just go use it to f- beat Ganon? <laughs> um, like, but anyway, that aside, so basically, you're given this weapon and it, it has a cooldown period, so you can you can kill two things uh, in concession with it, and then it has to recharge. The recharge is pretty quick. I was expecting it to be quite slow. It is like if like five seconds or so, and you get a re well, like it can hit again, and it instantly kills an enemy. Um, and space, you go to these four points on the map on the plateau, and then you got to kill all the enemies in that area. Um, you can't use any other weapon. You can use your shield, and you can use your bow. I guess that's a weapon. Shut up. Uh, you can't use any other hand weapons. Um, just use yeah. So it it makes a bit of a puzzle how to, how to deal with these enemies because you'll have like the lizard dudes who breathe fire. Um, you've got ones with bows shooting arrows at you, so you gotta be mobile. Um, and once you've killed all the enemies in that little spot, it opens up a new shrine. And so I think this is where potentially you can unlock and get max out your stamina now and your hearts because now there's more shrines to get orbs from, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, you do four of them with a quarter of a heart. 
each one opens up a shrine. One was a real dick. It was just a, a shrine, a shrine full of spikes. And so you just touch the spikes and you die because you only got a quarter health, right. quarter heart. And if you try and heal, it just instantly takes your health off you. Okay. Um, that one was the biggest. The rest were kind of cool. Um, yeah, like kind of slightly. A lot of the shrines became quite repetitive. They've seemed like they've taken time to kind of make these a little bit more unique, which I've enjoyed. Uh, yeah, you do those four shrines, and then it unlocks the four points of the the weapon represent the four champions or the four divine beasts, and then it basically then it puts you can then you got to go find a. It just kind of like keeps getting bigger and bigger. You get those four shrines, then once you've done that, you get four points on the map around close to the divine beasts, and you go there, and there's not a shrine, but it looks like a shrine, like it's more just like a um, monument with the same design as the shrines. And there's three prongs on each of these monuments around the world, and you then that gives you four tasks, uh, three tasks to do. And so right now I'm only doing the first one. I'm running around the desert, um, and the three tasks send you around to do these things and they unlock another shrine. <laughs> so there's, so in total there will be uh, for 16 new shrines for the DLC as far as I can tell. Unless okay. there's a final one at the end of doing all 12. Um, but yeah, and basically the, much like the rest of the Zelda, there's puzzles in the environments that you're now solving. So the first one I did, I went back to, the, you know, what's, what's those... The ninja, banana ninja guys. Oh, the, the Yiga clan or whatever? Yiga clan, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back to their hideouts and there's like a something you have to, uh, a trial or task you have to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then I've gone to the desert and I've got to fight one of those sand whales as my trial. And so they're using the environments and locations and I guess theming of that divine beast. Okay. To to for these open tri- these open world trials, which unlock a shrine. Yeah, that's that's like actually kind of cool did. though. Like that they're actually like having you do things out in the world rather than just in the shrines. Just shrines. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's as I say, it's much like the main game because that's what we did the whole game. The whole map is a giant dungeon, and we're just doing little puzzles within it to unlock yeah. mini dungeons. So it is a little repetitive, but it, it's been. It's kind of cool, and there's a bit of a story as you're progressing, you're proving yourself as a champion. Um, and I think it's implying that the champions, your, your buddies who were champions, would have gone through this trial to gain control of their Divine Beast. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And So you're effectively going through the trials of all four of the champions because you're Link and you're a badass. Yeah, and that's, that's why you get a sick hog at the end, is that that's the ultimate yeah. Divine Beast, is a sweet motorcycle. Yeah. Have you seen that people have like been um, modding Breath of the Wild and put <laughs> <Yes>. Sonic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like some people are just so angry about it, and other people are just like that's the best thing ever. It's hilarious. Like how could it not be funny? <laughs> yeah. Like Sonic. Sonic is ugly, but the things with Sonic in them are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more Zelda. It's a good excuse to get back into the game. I think I was kind of more hoping for maybe a dungeon or something more, more like traditional Zelda. Yeah. Because it's a very good game, but it's also not very Zelda at the same time in some ways, the Zelda. 
but nonetheless it's still to get a little bit more story and to learn more about i guess this world of created and the setting um yeah yeah I'll, i'm, I'm, I'm sure i'll get great. to it at some point no you won't <laughs> i yeah no especially uh <laughs> since i just started playing the witcher 3 yep and that's gonna take some time. That's, that's gonna take some time. <laughs> um, I've only I've only put like about an hour into it so far, but uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. It seems seems real good. Like I yeah, I, but... I really like Geralt as a character, and I've like I've already started to like impress some of the uh, some of the things that I want to role play with him. Like he is like my Geralt is like a hardline asshole who takes no shit from anyone. <laughs> Which like reminds me of Cool Runnings. Yeah, like Bad just like mother. <laughs> any, any, anybody that, that like tries to tries to talk shit to him or whatever, like they're just gonna get they're gonna get got because gonna get he has no down. time for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Mike Garrett was a nice guy. He was like rough on the outside and like <laughs> soft and squishy on the inside. Oh yeah, he's like I've I've already decided that he's like soft and squishy with the people he cares about, but like those people are like Jennifer and and Siri, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not, you're not going to go the Triss route? No, no, no. Got to go with Yen. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's a good game. And the combat's much better than it was on release. Yeah, I've, I've heard that they like updated it a lot and that it's gotten much better. It seems fun. I don't know if like you know these, It kind of feels like... now. Yeah. Just kind of feels like a, like an Arkham... Like a kind of an Arkham game to me. Like that style of combat. Yep. yep. Which is fine. Like um, it's, it's not Dark Souls, but it'll do. It'll do. Can you, can you imagine if it had Dark Souls fighting? Oh God, it'd be so good. Oh dear Lord, <laughs> I know. Well, Game of the universe. Yeah, can you imagine if it had like, Bloodborne's combat? Oh. The what? If it had Bloodborne's combat? Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that my eyes too. are closed right now, imagining that, and that's all I want now. <laughs> <laughs> Why has no one done that? I'm sure that must be possible for modders to do. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's it would it, would, it it's probably a lot of work to get all those physics exactly right. Mm, sure. But can you imagine? Oh god, that'd <laughs> be so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a good game. Try not, especially because you got lots to play, as we all do. Try yeah. not to get caught up in the side quest too. But it's a hard one because the side quests, some of them tie into the main quests. Yeah, I um the the reason I started playing this game finally is because uh for the last month uh the Watch Out for Fireballs boys have been talking about it. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And they uh actually like specifically on the the not the most recent episode but the episode the 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 second half of the main story episodes um they talked about like the 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 mission where like part of the mission is that like Geralt and the other witchers get drunk together and that just made me want to play this game so badly that I was like, okay, if this goes on sale on steam, I'm buying it immediately. And then it went on sale on steam on Thursday. So I bought it immediately and sold it and started yeah. playing it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, uh, the side quest I would avoid playing for time sinks is looking for like the, the Witcher gear. Like I spent hours running backwards and forwards yeah. on the stupid map doing that. And I realized I kind of don't really matter. Slightly better armor. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Those are the stuff. Those stuff I'd avoid. But other, like, I did a side quest that started off as a small side quest that turned into kind of choosing sides with a prominent figure in this world, mm -hmm. and it completely changed the whole, like, I guess, political landscape of the game. And it was a side quest. <laughs> yeah. 
and that's yeah, amazing I'm, I'm, um, I'm really excited to get like knee knee deep into this game because yeah boy like it just like i can already tell that this is this is a hell of a video game yep it's a very impressive Yeah. Uh, no, did you not see his DM? <laughs> no. He just, he just sent a DM. Apparently his, his computer is like having a major meltdown. Boo. We are cursed with a curse. <laughs> yeah, right. so I guess I guess we're just gonna talk about video games later for the rest of this episode. Yep, hopefully he jumps back in and we can cover some stuff. Yeah. Um so what did you jump in? Did you jump into Monster Hunter beta at all? So I played a little bit of it. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of time to play it because, annoyingly, it was the same weekend as uh, as Duckstream. Ah, uh, yes, busy weekend. Uh, so yeah, so mm-hmm. I was I was hanging out in the in the in the chat for that the whole weekend. So I didn't play a whole lot of it. I played a little bit, and it was fun. Um, the scout flies are re- were really confusing because they didn't really tutorialize them at all. Uh, okay. And it's it's like a different enough departure for me from like playing monster hunter like being used to playing monster hunter that i wasn't really sure really what was like, going on but it seemed really cool yeah, i wasn't sure if they're new because i'm not i'm new to monster yeah, hunter yeah. so i didn't know if they had the scout fly thingies in previous ones nope those are brand new for monster hunter world but i'm a huge fan of mechanics and i guess ui or things that tie into like the world yeah like a, like so a, i guess like a diegetic uh mechanic rather than it being specifically just like fourth wall breaking yeah here's like the thing an arrow right yeah i really like that they've the way they've done it so it it's a shame it's not consistent but i, I think it for me as a new person i really liked how it was brought it, you've got these little magic flies that sniff out stuff for you and it yeah i actually really liked that yeah it, it seemed really cool like it was just weird for me to get used to because it's not what i'm used to doing like yeah fair enough yeah, this game is different enough that like for a monster hunter, like um, someone who's played a lot of monster hunter, like it's going to be, it's going to be a little weird to get into, I think. Yeah. Uh, I have my mate is a big monster hunter fan. He, he really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. He really I, yeah. It. I really liked um, the little bit that I played. I just, you know, I was busy watching, watching streams. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I, I tried it at PAX Australia I, and it's pretty much the same uh, as the beta. Okay, from I can okay. tell. Like it's pretty much the same missions that you you were had given in the beta. I think there's you can cut you can go online and play with each other, which we didn't have at PAX. Um, but yeah, I really liked it when I played it at PAX, and it's much the same. Um, I felt like it, the combat was a little easier the the, the version I played at PAX. It seemed yeah. a little bit harder to beat the boss, the same boss when I did the beta. Oh, and the beta's back up, by the way. I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's this weekend. It started oh, okay. back up. I might so have you to, might be able to jump, have back, to jump back into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. It look, it's such an amazing looking world. Yeah, it really is. Like, boy, that game looks um, really good. Yeah. And like, the, I mean, the monster design has always been the thing in Monster Hunter. Like, that's always been like the coolest part of the games is like seeing these giant, impressive, like detailed monsters and getting those giant, impressive, detailed monsters in HD like with high res graphics, like, woo, like they are cool looking monsters. I don't know if you, I don't know yeah. if you ran into the Rathalos or not. Um, I wouldn't know the names. Yeah. You just the, the, the big red dragon. The, I did the second, the medium one. I've done the easy one and the medium one. And I was tra- chasing like a 
T-Rex looking thing. Yes. And then another big thing comes and attacks it and yeah. I got really confused. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I think that was the Rathalos. Yeah. Yeah, but I kept trying to fight the big thing and it just died like instantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I realized my T-Rex ran away, so I had to run away too. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited like to get like a crew together when that game comes out with like get, like especially with a bunch of you guys that have never played Monster Hunter before. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, just to see... You know, like, like it's it's gonna be fun to like kind of like guide you guys through like these big impressive monster fights. Yeah, it, it was fun, and I liked that there was seemed like there's like iframes and dodge and stuff. Like the dodge seemed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, like you almost could use your souls type, what you've learned from souls playing, to, yeah, and trans transpose it to this. It does feel different and does move different. Yeah, you, you, it, it, you don't dodge through attacks the way that you do in Dark Souls, but no, uh, but yeah, but, def- definitely a very similar feeling of dodging like at the last second and stuff. Yeah, like it felt like it worked, and um, yeah, so you, it, it translates a little bit. Um, yeah, and I guess. I've got in front of me one of the monsters. I don't know which one it is, but I went to La was it last Saturday? Two Saturdays ago. I went along to here in Wellington we have a Street Pass group, a Nintendo Street Pass people. Um and mate and of he also guested on this podcast. Um he go he goes reads me regularly and I managed to get I've been meaning to go all year. They get together every like month or every like six weeks, and I went to the very last one of the year. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it was cool. And I got there a bit late, so I didn't actually get to play. They were all playing Mario Kart already, but they had a bunch of stuff to give away to people who went, and okay. I managed to get myself a little Monster Hunter figure. Excellent. One of the little, he's got like big bomby knocker hands. He's like orange and blue and green. Oh, uh, gosh, what is his name? Like a. T-Rex kind of yeah, yeah, like, strong big legs. He's got, got like a got like a big horn on his face. Yeah, he's got a big nose. With uh with like green on the edge of it. Yep. I can't remember his name, but I know exactly which monster you're talking Doesn't about. Doesn't matter. But yeah, Doesn't matter. I've, got, I've got his <laughs> I've got I've got his figure from yeah. that, which is pretty cool. So I went along and got a free gift, even though it's my first time going. So yeah, very cool. That's awesome. Um So I'll be trying to get along to those in the future. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. And also, I mentioned it before on the podcast. When I was in Japan, I went to like a dessert cafe. Yeah. With my wife and my brother, and it was super girly. Like it was, like, pink and stuff. And <laughs> me and my brother were the only dudes in this cafe, and like the rest were girls. And it was really f- fluffy and pink looking, and it had all the girly desserts. The Japanese girls love their like pretty desserts. Yeah. But it was also Monster Hunter themed. Excellent. <laughs> like. <laughs> They had like the little cat, like it was like giant plushies, like mm-hmm. life-size plushies of the, the, the little cat dude and the statues. Yeah. And at the counter, when you paid, like you could buy, actually, I'm pretty sure you could buy these blind packs, like the one I got of yeah. this dude. You could buy the, the dinosaurs and all the monsters. It was like the weirdest mix. It was like, and it had like TV screens with like Monster Hunter gameplay, like being played. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, to be was, fair, the Palicos are very cute. Well, yes. The little cats. Yes, they are. They're, they're are. super cute. But it was just a funny mix. Like it was like, yeah, we just wouldn't see something like that here. Yeah, in the West. I think I think but Monster Hunter is like just such a like staple like universal <laughs> thing there. Yeah, yeah, it's like potatoes. Everyone right. has it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've uh, you've also been playing some uh, some battle royale games, apparently. Yes. Why don't you, uh, why don't, why don't you tell me about those? And one is bad. <laughs> 
and that maybe is that may be a subject of what con what system you're playing them on it seems like uh both on xbox actually yeah that's what i'm saying um well yeah true i get what you mean <laughs> but we've been trying to record this episode for what three weeks now yeah something <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hadn't bought anything new, and I've been kind of holding off because I'm somewhat saving my my spare change to potentially buy a second PS4 so I can co-op with Odin easier. Okay. And there's just nothing been really tickling my fancy. I've got plenty to play. And so I was like, I need to play something new, so I'll download Fortnite Yeah. on my Xbox. I can't fit it on my, X- my PlayStation, so I'll get on my Xbox One and have an excuse to turn the stupid thing on. <laughs> and... It plays really well. I was really impressed with the servers. I was really impressed with how it works. It loads quickly. There's lots of people to play with. This is, oh, sorry, this is Fortnite, the Battle Royale mode. Yeah, which because is, that, that mode is like free, free, right? Like, that's free to play. Yes. Yes. And, yeah, it plays really well. It's got a nice, colorful aesthetic. Uh, it's, e- it's visually easy to see what's going on. Um... I've been able to kill people, but I, I kind of think I've done what I do with all shooters. Like, I even did it with Overwatch to some extent, uh, where you're like, oh, this is good. I'm good at this. I like this. And then you kind of just start dying a lot. So you're like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this, like, very short honeymoon period with shooters. And then I go through, like, oh, this is just a grind. I'm sick of this. Um, and realize I'm playing a free game when I got games I've paid for I should be playing. And so I burnt out pretty quick, but I... I did. I did like it. Um, I managed to come third. Was the best I've done. Oh, in that's Fortnite. impressive. Yeah. Um, I had a pretty good round of um, using my genius thinking strategies, and that I saw that the circle was shrinking. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really need to describe. Everyone knows what these no, games yeah, are. Yeah, like, I, th- right? I think everybody kind of yeah. knows what a PUBG is at this point. Yeah. Um, that and everyone's seen Hunger Games or seen yep. the movie Battle Royale, yep. which all these ripped off the Japanese right. movie Battle Royale. <laughs> um, so the, the zone shrinking, and I saw that the zone it cut right across this this bridge, and it was in one of these enclosed bridges with a roof. And either side of the bridge was reasonably steep cliffs. So, so you so, built a wall across the bridge? No, I didn't even do. I, I that's my problem. I never really get into the building. That's why okay. I came third in the end, <laughs> is because everyone else built brick walls and I was out in the open. <laughs> um, I haven't played it enough to kind of get too familiar with the being quick at it. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, so but I figured that people were going to be funneling through this this um, this access way, this bridge, mm-hmm. and because the the layout and it, the line fit perfectly across, like halfway across the bridge, I could sit and hide amongst the cars there, and people and because it was, the, the zone had just shrunk, there was like three minutes for people to run away from the storm so I could just sit and wait, and I did, I waited and I waited like a minute, nothing happened, and I killed three dudes running through that bridge in the end. So, so you're just sitting on this bridge blasting fools as they go running by? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the last one gave me a little bit of trouble. He had a grenade launcher and he like blew up half the bridge. Um, but I'd managed to get, I think I had orange, I think it was like, it was one of like the super rare weapons, like assault rifle type gun. And it was quite powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got, I got his grenade launcher and then moved into the cent- central place. But then, yeah, as I say, I 
two guys and I focused on one. Um, but he was he had brick walls, so I, then I started uh, like I flanked around to go to the guy who was building a wooden structure because I figured I could blow it up easier. And that's when the the stone guy, the brick guy, got to the top of his structure and got me from behind. Um, because yeah, they were just building towers. Um, but yeah, it was fun though. Like it was cool to come third, and um, I, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, a bit a of strategy the, uh, works. Couple, couple of the the guys I play magic with, um, are really into this game, and they've been like kind of telling me that I need to download it. But I don't even have Xbox Live Gold, so I'd have to pay for that to well to that's play the it problem, online. Mate. That's basically I end up I end up paying for that. Yeah, so I, I, I might like buy a month so that I can play with them for a little bit. But mm-hmm. I I don't know if they still have it. They I they had a special for you pay a dollar. Oh to really? Get a, a, a month. Okay, maybe they, so maybe they'll have I that did. for Christmas. Um, well, maybe so that. that's what I did. It was only a few weeks ago I did that. So um, I was pretty happy with that. So a dollar for a month. Yeah, that seems um, reasonable. The annoying thing was I was trying to play it, thinking we will be recording the next morning, and <laughs> it would, I paid I paid the dollar, but then it kept saying you don't have Xbox Go Live. Oh yeah, and that, so I'm like, <sighs> was that? Uh, did you talk about that on the last episode that we that you did with uh, Jala and Co? I feel like I didn't remember. I remember I talked about Fortnite with them. Was it that long ago? It might have been. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, people, I've talked about Fortnite already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think I no. That's right. I hadn't played it yet because of that. Yeah, but you had you had bought the the gold. Yeah, and basically, I think I just had to wait. Like over, it took the game a day to realize that I'd. Yeah, so that story I told hasn't been told, but I'd complained. Yes, I will stop complaining. <laughs> so off off this, I was pretty excited to play PUBG, like a game, you know, a full game that I'm paying for. That's going to come out and be even better because it's you're paying for it. Yeah, it's a, it's a real good video game, but apparently not on the Xbox so much. I was sorely mistaken, and I regretted my forty dollar purchase. I'm glad it's not full price. Like I don't, yeah. think, I don't think I would have bought it. But I was thinking forty bucks. You know, I can I can live with that. I enjoyed Fortnite. Everyone's talking about PUBG and how fantastic it is and how much fun they have with it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've, I've talked about that game on this very podcast. Yeah. And how much I enjoy it. it. But yeah, it apparently, apparently it is not very well optimized on the Xbox. The the weird thing is, like I watched, uh, digi- Digital Foundry is not my favorite thing to watch. Mm-hmm. But I watched, Cliff I think shared it with me and I watched it. And even on the Xbox X, that's what's yeah. called it. Xbox One X, it doesn't run very well. Either. Yeah, which is really weird. Like, I mean, like we talked about, like, I, I guess, I think the thing is, is that everybody kind of assumed that they would be starting from where it currently was on the PC. But on some level, I guess, like, we maybe should realize that they started developing it for Xbox long enough ago that, like, it is not at that level. It started from way further back, right? Yeah, but the Xbox is just. A PC. PC, yeah, anyway. no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not justifying. It. I'm just saying that, I, that maybe we shouldn't have been as surprised as we are. Well, fair enough. But like, what are they doing with the barrels full of money that they're getting from selling all these units? <laughs> like, um, I will, I will like, say, in the game's defense, on the Xbox, it is specifically like in the game preview program. Like, it is an early access game. Yeah. But like that, really that, that that doesn't necessarily give them a pass because they're still charging thirty dollars US for this game. 
that is pretty busted, apparently. Like, it looks like a PS2 game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's, it's not it's not like some like graphic graphics powerhouse even on the PC like it but it doesn't look like a PS2 game so but there is like textures just won't load in and so yeah. you literally have a smooth, have, like, a gray box yeah like it it's shadow it looks like like shadow tower level graphics at times <laughs> that's pretty bad and, and it plays like it's so hard to control like bad i have yet to kill someone (laughs) because i will and it's like the server seemed terrible like i'll walk up behind someone shoot them with a shotgun and then i die (laughs) it is infuriatingly frustrating yeah i can i can only hope that gets better over time because boyd like i was i was really excited for this like this was actually going to be an excuse for me to buy gold itself was to buy this game and play it with my brother because uh, it seems like the game, kind of game that he'd be really into. Um, I really want to play with someone. I think I think even how bad it is now, it just would help fun. because you can watch you can watch each other's flank, right? Um, and things like that. Like the best I've done, I think I got like twenty fifth. Oh, that's not that bad. I mean, top top top. I didn't kill anybody though. But it was being, it was trying to be clever and stealthy and not mm-hmm. making people aware of where you are. So I, I, I take some credit, but still, and, and I got to the point, I saw someone who's clearly overpowered, but I just feel like I can't shoot long distances. Like it's so clunky, the controls I find that it's hard to aim and actually be consistent shooting someone from a long distance. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to kind of shoot him. I don't have a very good gun. He's clearly just killed someone. So he has a bunch of stuff. So I, I just watched him, and he didn't come closer, so he ended up jumping on a vehicle and taking off. So I was like, okay, I'll go clean up the stuff that he's <laughs> left behind. I pick it up, and I was fine. And, yeah, just then um, I picked up a gun because it was an assault rifle, then realized I had no ammo, so I went back to switch it back to the shotgun I, that I had left on the ground, and then I died because someone shot me from behind. <laughs> so if I hadn't... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, guess like, that's part of the game. Yeah, but. and there's definitely a thing, something to be said for like stealthing in that game. Like, and luck. luck. Is the, like, the, yeah, I have, I have definitely like gotten to the top ten before I killed anyone, uh, just because, just through sneaking around. Like, it, it's a matter of like getting lucky with like where the circle is and like how sneaky you can be, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, to be honest, I think I'd do a better chance surviving if it was real life with real guns. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it, it just it doesn't play. It just it's just tanky. Like it just doesn't feel smooth. It just doesn't. Move yeah, very I've, well. I've, yeah, I've heard the frame rate is just so inconsistent. Uh, like it drops well, that so help. low that it just is but, rough. But even the frame the frame rate, just to how it mechanically it moves, just doesn't feel very smooth. Like it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'll it get feels better. Dated. I hope. I really hope, I hope so. Better. Um. It's just a bit of a shame because I was actually quite excited for it. Like I, I was expecting a bit more of a polish to it. Well, not even polish. I don't mind graphic. Graphics aren't the thing. I just think I'd expect it to be a bit smoother in how it plays. As I say, like Fortnite is free. I guess it's made by a bigger studio probably, but it's just it's smooth and it plays and you mm-hmm. can kind of understand how it shoots and moves and does things, whereas yeah, PUBG just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. 
So if I was choosing, I'd play. I'd choose Fortnite to play. Yeah. Well, um, fingers crossed in the future it gets better because yep. PUBG is a great game and Xbox deserves to have a good version of it. Yeah, but it's, I don't understand why it's so bad. Like, it's not that demanding. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> like, 100 people, I guess, but the server's dealing with most of that. Like, And it, the map's big, but... Yeah, maybe they're a little too big in PUBG. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, that's enough of that. Hearthstone update. What about that? Yeah, so the uh, I guess the new expansion came out recently, the uh, the Kobolds and Catacombs. I don't know. I don't know if you follow. You, I know you're not much of a fan, but I don't know if you've seen anything about it. Uh, I do like Hearthstone. I just don't follow it. Okay, okay. I know. I I will play from time to time. Um. So, have you but, seen anything yeah. about the dungeon run mode that they added with this new expansion? Nah. So they added this this mode called dungeon run, which is they're they're calling it a roguelike, which it, whatever. Like, like, I don't want to get into a quibble over like the definition of a roguelike, but it's really cool. Like, it's like a it's a single player thing. Um, where you just pick a class and then it gives you a really basic deck uh, and you fight through increasingly difficult bosses. So you mm-hmm. get like, I think, I think it's like you have to kill eight to win. Um, I haven't won yet. I've only played it a few times, uh, but like, so you pick your, pick your, your, your hero, your class. And so like you take like warrior, right? Um, and then after you kill the first boss, you get this, uh, you basically get like a buff. Um, so it gives you a choice of three. Uh, and so like it, it can be things from like you have you have permanent spell damage plus three or like your minions all get plus one plus one your minions cost one less your opponent's cards cost one more um one that i got for the warrior that was amazing was your weapons cost one. Oh, cool yeah so like with the warrior like because you're so focused on weapons anyway like uh every every time so also after every boss you get to select a like a, a pack to add to your deck um and so you'll get like an option of like it'll be like the weapons option or the legendary option or the like the the armor option or whatever like it gives you like these different like archetypes basically and it's kind of like teaching you it it, it seems like it'd be kind of nice for a new player because it would kind of teach them like the different archetypes that the different classes can play with um okay so like because i took that weapons buff with the first with the first one then like every single time i took the weapons pack uh, so I had yep. so many weapons in my deck and then I also got there's uh, I got this this creature that you can get this minion that you can get later on uh, where he has like a battle cry that you discard all the weapons in your hand and then that that minion gets those stats. And so like if oh, you did so like so, so say like you just discarded like an Arcanite Reaper the minion would get like plus five plus two. But if you discarded yes. like four weapons like it could get like plus 15 plus 12 or whatever right yeah in the game show almost. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i like that stuff yeah it's it's very because fun i highly recommend checking it out the previous update seemed to have something similar to that where you you're kind of playing story yeah, mini they, stories weren't you yeah they, they've always had like the single player campaigns or whatever but these are like specifically meant like the single player campaigns that they've designed before this have been designed right like where it's um where it's like specific, like you just fight the same. If you want to go back and do it again, you're just fighting the exact same thing over mm, and over again. Mm, mm. Whereas, Whereas this has a bit of this has a bit of randomness. Like yeah, there's, 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 there's you can some change your path. Yes, yeah, yeah. Both with like selecting the different, the different things that you can like the buffs and stuff that you can select with playing as different heroes. Uh, it seems it seems like really fun. Like a lot of and this is a 
this is the first time I played Hearthstone in probably about a year. So like yes, that if it, that that's good enough to get me back. So that's definitely yeah, it's cool. Because I think that's what I wanted when I first started playing. There wasn't too much single stuff you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas yeah, then I know I know an update came out maybe a year ago now that kind of was panned and a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. But then the one after that seemed to be pretty good. And that's one I jumped back in, I think I played. And I say, like, I think I was playing, it was, yeah, like, you set decks, but it was pretty cool stuff you could do with it. Like, you could do, yeah, it was. It seemed pretty awesome. And, yeah, you're fighting, what was it? I think it was a wizard one I was doing. I was doing the magic user. Yeah, it might have been, like, the online Karazhan or whatever. Yeah, I, I like that stuff. And so, it's, yeah, I'd be interested to play this stuff now. Um, how does because Hearthstone's one of the games that is on iOS and they'll mm-hmm. they'll have to divulge their their random packs. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. I, I think they I think they already do actually. Like I, I had think, a feeling they might. Yeah, I, I, I think like because you know it's a it's a CCG at its heart. Like, I think they do yeah. like say like it's like because I think it's like one in forty packs or something like that to get a legendary, or one in fifteen actually I think is what it is. But I can't remember exactly uh, what the numbers yeah, are, but okay. I, I do I do think that they do divulge the numbers already. Because be, yeah, because that's what I was thinking before, and I didn't bring it up. Was games that are on multiple platforms, how will they have deal with it? Will yeah, they... like will they just divulge it on all platforms, or will they only divulge it on iOS? Yeah, that'll be interesting to say. Mm. Cool. Well, I might have to check it out. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. it. I'm assuming the updates on all platforms. I played it on PC, but I'm pretty sure that they all update them all simultaneously. So yeah. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's totally free too. Like you don't have to buy anything from the new set or anything to play it. It's just there with the new update. Yeah, good. Cause I know some of the old updates, there was stuff that you kind of had to, yeah, where you had to like pay, pay, pay some money for. Yeah. Which was fine. Like I, I was quests. always happy to do that, but you know, I've like, I, I've kind of dropped Hearthstone, but this definitely made me come back and check it out. And like one of the cool things with with it, specifically going back to it a little bit, is that like you get into like these crazy board states that you wouldn't necessarily get into just like in a game on on the ladder, right? Like, well, that's playing. that's why I noticed about the previous update. Yeah, you got some crazy like perks yeah. and um and abilities that you yeah wouldn't get usually. Yeah, because like and you're you're also fighting like you're fighting these random AIs, so like all the AIs have like their own special uh like i i guess this this is i guess a little bit of a spoiler uh but whatever like what is the spoiler for hearthstone um exactly one of the one of the bosses i fought uh her name was a was afk um and she had uh a hero power that was do nothing and she was like literally it was like she was afk like she just didn't return (laughs) she never played a card like i just killed her super fast so i don't know if i like at some point like she comes back or whatever quote unquote like eventually her hero power changes um that's funny but yeah like i I managed to kill her before anything happened but that was really cool and i was kind of curious to see if like something was going to happen yeah that is pretty funny yeah um, I, I, again highly recommended definitely go cool. i'll have to check it out um i have it on my phone my ipad and my computer so yeah so i think i think i deleted it off my phone a while back i might download it again so that i can so i can play that dungeon run Actually, on, on the think, go yeah now i think about it my i got a tasto notification on my apple watch the other day and that's probably the update yeah probably. <laughs> Tell me that there's an update Boy, <laughs> i just what, got ignored it you know what a good platform for for hearthstone would be what the switch yeah 
it would be good I'd play especially if they keep the, the touch use yeah. touch on it as well yeah I would, I would just play it with touch like obviously you can yeah. do that on the tv but you can figure it out just like move a mouse, mouse cursor around with an analog stick yeah and just click and move and yeah that would be good i wonder if they'll do it i don't know hopefully at some point like they have they haven't expanded beyond the like the the tablets and phones have they are there any card games on the switch i don't think so um yeah because yeah that, magic that, the gathering would also work on there and yes it would <laughs> um yeah well the switch is doing well it's selling extremely well. Yes, which is very, makes me very happy. In Japan, I think it sold almost as much as the PlayStation did in its first year. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Like the PlayStation, the PlayStation, a, didn't the PlayStation hit like 70 million sold worldwide recently? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That was, so that was done pretty very impressive. Well. But the Switch is uh, set to pass the Wii U before its year mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's it hasn't has already Wii passed the Wii U. Uh, maybe it has. It's, I, I know it was close. I, I have. Um, but yeah, in Japan itself, it, it's done real. But the PlayStation 4 actually didn't too, do too well in launch in Japan in comparison to the rest of the world. Yeah, wasn't it delayed yeah. there? And I think everyone was annoyed that it was delayed. Yeah, I think it was delayed. And also, like, it just, like, people were pretty sure that J- Japanese people didn't really want consoles anymore. Well, yeah. Which is borne out a little bit, but, like, I think, like, it's just like a. The the commute the commute situation that they have in Japan is so much better than what we have in the rest of the world. Yeah, it so seems it's like handheld all the way. Yeah, so just like, yeah, I'll play my Switch like every day of the week because it's a handheld. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's it's exciting for the Switch because it means we're li- more likely to get more games. Yep. Yep. There's been um, a man. There have been a lot of cool indie games been putting out on the Switch lately. I don't know if you noticed. Yes. There's a there's there a whole are, bunch of stuff like uh intro, intro the Gungeon just came out on the Switch recently, uh, that's oh, a real good game. Yeah. Um, there's some there's some like Zelda clone that just came out on the Switch that looks really cool. Oh, I haven't noticed that one. I check regularly and I'm like, oh man, there's another ten games. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's called Blossom Tales and it looks like a looks like a pretty similar to like a Link to the Past. Oh, cool! It's my favorite. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll drop I'll drop that in the show notes so that you can cool. check it out. Yeah, no, and even just big games they're doing well. Um, actually, speaking to my friend, Monster Hunter friend, he's like, oh, I wish they just brought it out on the Switch. Yep, Monster Hunter. Yep, and I and I can understand that, especially for Monster Hunter fans. Like, I'll buy it, so I'd I'd, well, I'd rather it on the Switch. I would have bought it, but I can kind of see. Like, I think it's in some ways a business move. If they bring it on the PS4, it's re- reaching a wider audience. Yeah. And potentially for the longevity of the franchise, if more people can now get into it because it's on the PS4, it is good for the franchise. Yeah, very much so. Because um, the Switch is selling well, but does have a, a way smaller user base compared to PS4 at this point. Well, and the game was in development before the Switch was even out, so yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, hopefully they do bring it to the Switch or do another game for the Switch. Yeah, I mean they they have the like the Monster Hunter Double Cross is coming came out on Switch uh, in Japan, but they are apparently oh, yes, not localizing right. that here because of Monster Hunter World, which is a, which is a bummer. Yeah, but that's it. If that does well, they still may yeah port it because yeah, they I see hope they there do. is a market. I really yeah. hope they do. There'll be a petition out there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there already is. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Have you played anything else? Uh, no, that's kind of it. Like, I mean, I've I've played some other stuff, but nothing that like I really want to talk about. Like, you know, I talked a little bit about Destiny too. Like, I'm still playing that game here and there, but yeah, fair enough. I I played a little you... bit of God Eater too, but not enough to really have anything to say about it. This the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mini that I sent you. I do I I do play that... that a little bit here and there. Like, I mostly good. just booted up good. and play a couple levels of Mario, and I'm good to go. Good. You liking it? I am. It's it's sitting on my desk. It has a has a place of honor next to my keyboard. Have you found anyone to switch a controller with? Uh no, not yet. I haven't even looked, but uh, uh I, I do need to talk to some people. See, I wonder if I, I bet Allison Baker might be up for that. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to send her a message. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad I could help. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're. I don't think Cliff's coming back. Yeah, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he's his computer is dead. Uh, <laughs> so I guess uh, I guess we can so, just wrap it up. Yeah, I guess we can. Uh, <laughs> all right, Brian. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, people can find me at Wade Brian R on Twitter. Uh, you can also find my other podcast, The Expanded Universe, uh, at Luke Cast. That's Luke with eight U's. Stay tuned. There's some changes coming to that show. Cool. Cool. Um, and you're back up running with that now, because I know you took a hiatus with your yes, back. Yes, uh, I'm. Uh, it should be should be recording an episode uh, very soon. Oh, very cool. So it'll be it'll be a back up and running very soon. And it will be all about how the porgs are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be all about how much I love the porgs and how they're adorable. <laughs> yeah, I'm old and cynical. <laughs> I'm old and cynical. <laughs> what about what about you, Vader? Where can people find you? Um, just VaderVanOden.com uh, has links to YouTube and stuff. Um, just uploaded some Lego videos recently, building a Lego video. Um, and uh, actually a Fortnite video I did with my son, which is kind of funny because he was just commentating while I played and then he had a go and I, yeah. It was lots of fun. Yeah, sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, that's me. That's another episode done. Yes, do we want to say what the, the podcast Twitter is? Don't really know what if they hear. <laughs> what is it? Is it Dark, uh, dark Inside dark Pod? Pod? Yep. Yeah, I right, Twitter. That's the one. Uh, Darkinside.net. Yep. Uh, we have a blog there that we never use, but it exists, and there's some stuff that's been written, and it's probably still good to read. Yes, yes it is good to read. <laughs> um, yeah. That's us for 2017. Yep. We'll see you we in will, uh, the new see year. We'll see you in 2018.